Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Michael Weber, the Worldwide Breakthrough Coaching. Breaking through the barriers. What barriers are in our way? How do we have that high performance? How do we break down success so that we can be focusing on what we really need to be doing through the process in business? Well, this is what Michael does. He helps coaches and consultants get high value clients every single month using a predictable system. Uh, And he doesn't leave success to luck uh, or fate or chance, unlike most who focus on engagement and social popularity. Michael focuses on getting his clients results. Results is what everybody does want, but I do find that a lot of times people don't know what results they want. You know, everybody wants success and they want that abundance and they want this and that. But sometimes the idea of what success is, is a little misconstrued, isn't it, Michael? Welcome to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the introduction. And um, that's, I actually, it's funny you, you, you brought that up because I I talk a lot about that inside of my program. And I think um, that's one of the, biggest reasons why some people do struggle. Um, For myself, I went through um, a a massive paradigm shift for for myself. And unfortunately, some people, they have to, you know, hit the, as we all know, the rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was just some former party boy who literally was an introvert and never thought that I'd one day be doing what I'm doing. And I was just completely lost. And to be honest, I was just running away. I was running away from myself. I was running away, trying to find myself. And it resulted in um, a lot of, uh, you know, things, I guess, you know, I'm not necessarily proud of being fired from a job. Thought I'd go overseas. And it was amazing that year of traveling around the world. Um, But, you know, all this, all the different experiences I've had made me, you know, realize that, you know, you can't, you can't run away. You, you can't run away from this. And sooner or later, you got to be able to face those demons inside, face the reality. And, you know, the ironic thing about it is when you do face it, you just re- render it absolutely defenseless. And um, so, yeah, no, I, um, <laughs> it's, I feel like we could probably talk a lot just on that. Yeah, uh, I know, you know, I think let's stay with it for a moment because it is, you know, rendering to the surrendering, you know, is we've been brought up by expectations of how you should do things, who you should be, what is success, what is, you know, achievable. And for some people, oh, I'll never have that success because I'm not A, B, and C. I don't fit into those categories. Other people find success very easily, but they realize this is not what I love doing. You know, I, I can do this, but it means nothing to me. And I think a lot of the thing that we have to do in our own self-discovery is understand our why. Why are we doing what we're doing? You know, before what it is or how it is, why? Because if you can answer that why and, and really buy into your why, the how and the what will be easier to follow. 
No, exactly. I think, you know, Simon Sinek uh, said that best. And that was another huge you know, eye opener for mm-hmm. me. And starting with your why, because I think that's a lot of people, they, they're trying to go after the what or the how and looking for a new shiny object and this hack to become successful. And it's kind of funny because uh, as I think it's last year, I launched a beta program around, uh, I called it the art of success, right? And so I had a bunch of different people coming in from different niches wanting to be successful. And it was another kind of revolutionary change in some of my, you know, thoughts, I guess, and how we all, in the end, we were facing similar Mm -hmm. uh, adversities and it really does, you know, begin with that inner that that inner work right and i i call it the five fives so you need to have faith you need to be able to focus your fitness so your health and then your family and then um your finance where a lot of people that are trying to you know become this millionaire or make this money and then they end up just getting caught into something they're realizing like how the hell did i even get there the treadmill it's easy for me to talk about this because I've done it all. Yeah. Um, I ended up day training. I was doing it for almost three years um, full time every day. And I was like, one day I was like, how the hell did I even get here? Mm. You know, it's, it's something I wasn't passionate about because honestly, if you want a success tip, that's what I tell people. The number one thing is find what your passion is because if you, if you follow your passion, it's not going to seem like work and yes. the, the money and the success will come. And it's also putting the money at the bottom. I like under your fives and the money, the finances are at the bottom. You know, a, oh, I need to go make out a shootload of money and then I'll be happy. Uh-uh, that's not the way it works. I promise you. <laughs> Lots of people I've interviewed who did that first and say, well, I have this money, but now I don't have the gift of time to enjoy it or what money can buy. And if you're doing something you truly love doing, you're going to nurture it and grow it so much more fruitfully. And your abundance isn't only money. The abundance is the joy you get out of it because of the service that you are stepping into. Yeah. And often that will come with the cost. The, the, what, you know, the, not the latter, what you were talking about at first, right? Often that will come with a cost, right? So whether it's, you know, family or, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> so I've seen that happen before too. So it, it is, it's, it's not really to put it, you know, last per se, but you shouldn't be putting it first No, because, yeah, you know, and then, you know, because honestly, one thing I really pride myself in and what my clients all talk about me is how I focus on authenticity. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, for years I was running uh, away, like I was saying, and I ended up doing a lot of inner work. I did some NLP training. Um, I'm a Reiki master, hypnotherapy, modern mm-hmm. psychology. Um, you know, the list goes on. And again, I think I was doing it because I was looking for that next little hack, right? Mm-hmm. But what I did discover inside was myself, right? Yes. And really looking at what what that that looked like and everything that comes comes with that. And then you open yourself up. And one thing that I really learned, again, was a game changer for me, was the things that you don't want to tell people are the things that they need to hear. And when I started doing that, that's when things really started happening. Well, you know, the thing is, as a coach, you're a guider. You know, you've, you've got the tools that you use on yourself and now you're sharing them with other people. Um, you're a guider. You help people find the right tools and 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 
skills and kits to put in their own backpack for their own journey. But mm -hmm. it, it is also sometimes reflecting back what they're putting out and you pick that up and you go, you know, are you aware? This is how you represent yourself. This is what you're looking at. And you need to look at that first before you can take the next step. Because, you know, again, people are living by this expectation, you know, that success is money, the expensive house, the expensive car. Right. And, and it doesn't matter how you get there, you know, numbers, numbers, numbers. And we know that that driving force is never successful. You may have all the money in the world, but I guarantee you will not have all the happiness. Mm -hmm. And by having people reflect, by you being actually be able to say to them, da 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 you know, you're showing them a, a, an aspect of themselves that now they can actually deal with that they're unable to see for themselves because we don't always know how we are presenting ourselves or what we're presenting. And you need that other person to see it, mm -hmm. to, you know, to show you what maybe be your blog. What is your perspective that's stopping you from moving forward? And that's why coaches are so important because they're there to see you and how you represent yourself and how you can represent yourself authentically, mm -hmm. but in a way that comes across clearer. Yeah. Yeah. I think awareness is probably one of the best gifts that we, we could have as a, as a human being, because whether it's your job your career or your family, what have you, um, that's one thing that I've, I've really come to appreciate. And, Again, if you were to delve into the psychology, most people are only using 1% mm -hmm. of their capacity, okay? And I mean, look into the iceberg analogy that Sigmund Freud has um, about, uh, well, 95% of our, we're, we're operating on our subconscious, right? So mm -hmm. what that means is it's either a memory or we're thinking about the future. And, um, you know, lots of people, they're, they're stuck in the past and, this, um, you know, <laughs> due to the, the evolution of the prefrontal cortex, it doesn't really uh, serve us anymore. Right, um, yeah. Unfortunately, so we're, we're living in that past and for them, we're scared. You know, our past doesn't have to become our future. That's one of the right. biggest things. So it's not the measure of our future either. Exactly. And yeah. reflecting yeah. is another one. Like I, I, inside of my program, I, I have um, this exercise that you should be doing daily. And one of them is reflection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're reflecting on your day, every single day, you're going to continue to grow. We're just being aware and being able to reflect, right? And there's obviously more that you can, you know, yeah. do, but, 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 but a hundred percent, the, the awareness, raising your awareness. And there's many different ways that you can do that, but it's, you know, a lot of these things, and it's probably one, one of the biggest things that probably bothers me out of uh, anything in this world is how we could solve so many things if we were to implement this kind of stuff in the education system. Yes. Um, oh yeah. my goodness. I know that's another topic we've with anxiety and how anxiety mm. kids are having anxieties. Oh my goodness. So yeah, yeah I mean we know that stress is a physical killer. Uh, and an emotional, you know, um, very detrimental to us. And we get so stressed out. And I think we, you know, what are you actually stressing about? Mm -hmm. Is it because it's not living up to, you know, what somebody else, George is doing down the road? Yeah. You know, are you being competitive and you feel that, you know, you're not willing, you know, it's again, if you step into your authenticity and you're doing it because your why is strong enough and you're willing to learn along the way, always adapting, 
adopting and adapting, then you're not going to be stressing out because you have the skills and the tools to manage whatever comes to you instead of going, oh, my God. <laughs> right. Well, here's the ironic thing is when people look at success or they think about success, they overcomplicate it. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. And I could, you know, give many examples, whether it was, you know, I was a bodybuilder for very disciplined for like 10 years. And I talk about in the stock market and mm -hmm. lots of different things I've tried. And one thing that I always tried to do was complicate things because I thought it'd be better. Right. But this was a subconscious act. I didn't really realize it. But again, the further that I develop myself and grow, I realize that actually simplicity yes. is, well, I think uh, Steve Jobs is the one who said that, right? Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, essentially. So, um, yeah, I, I, there are simple things, don't get me wrong, um, you know, that, that can really make a, a huge change in someone's life. And yeah. often yeah. you kind of feel a little bit foolish because you're like, oh my goodness, why do we make that so hard on ourselves and you know what even as us coaches we need to be able to have people hold us accountable and that's why one of my biggest philosophies especially as a person who is a connector of fellow masterminds um is really just having that circle um that's yes. probably one of the biggest another big tip that i could give people is uh you know surrounding yourself and you should try to surround yourself with people that are even, um, you know, further in the journey than you are, because mm -hmm. they're going to really push you to stretch and grow um, just naturally by being around them. Because honestly, if you look around, your five, your five, you know, closest people, your five closest friends are essentially the person that you are going to become. So that's it. That should be a wake up call to some people. I know when that was told to me years ago, I realized, okay, maybe, you know, <laughs> uh, I can set my game up a little bit here. Mm. You know, that um, as a, a spiritual coach, you know, I often have people talk to their mirror because the mirror is very hard to pull the wool over your own eyes. And, you know, I say that while you're in your own self-discovery, you know, you're feeling vulnerable. You're, you're, you're going inside of yourself and you're releasing things that you no longer lead. You know, vulnerability is the greatest gift you can give. Um, and when you're secure in your vulnerability, you know, you're no longer vulnerable. I know it's kind of a little oxymoron there, but it's, it's a question of the people around you. Are they propelling you? Are they supporting you? Are they competing with you or are they pulling you back? And, you know, you may love them dearly. They may be family members, but maybe until you're at a certain stage, you need to say, I love you, too busy right now, catch you later, and concentrate on working through your process. Because it's very hard to do that when you've got other people outside forces there, constantly kind of chattering. And the, the brain gets confused. You know, you've got to understand this is a program up here. And to reprogram it, it's got to have consistency. And you can't have conflicting, because that's when you get confused. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I truly do believe that Let's say most people have, have good intentions, right? Mm -hmm. But through, you know, society, social conditioning, we're, we're basically naturally set up as humans to, you know, not succeed. We really need to, you know, like I said, it comes with the accountability, reflection, these little things to really help propel us. And if you're surrounded by these like-minded individuals, then it's going to happen because you're going to hear about it if you're not doing it, right? I mean, that's yeah. the whole, that's the whole part of it right so you know i know just speaking in in the context of a mastermind like that's where you know people really are just there to to open up 
talk about, you know, the, the wins or the losses. And so for me, like, I totally can relate to the vulnerability, yeah. transparency. And when, when you're able to do that, it just provides a, a trusting area. Yes. And it's more, it's more inviting to people than rather trying to be, you know, convincing. Um, so, <laughs> yes. But I mean, of course, having those people doesn't mean you're going to do it exactly the way they did it. Because, you know, they'll probably be the first one to say, well, don't do it that way. <laughs> you know, that ain't going to work. You know, it's learning what not to do as well as what to do. And just because one person has applied it that way and been successful doesn't mean that's your path. What you're doing is learning the insides um, and the process, uh, and, you know, the, the whole uh, gamut there. And then you've got to choose how to apply it to you. Because a lot of people just, just become followers or I'm going to do it exactly like them. It worked for their business. It worked for them, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. How are you going to put these pieces together that will serve you? Absolutely. So that's one thing, again, my onboarding process is I always get to know the person first. And mm. I always say right up front, like, this has got to be a right fit. It has to be a win-win. I don't believe in anything otherwise, right? It has to be. Right? Being results-driven, you should be, right? Mm -hmm. how, how do you do that? It comes with asking questions and you know, obviously listening, which is another you know topic we can yes, talk about. Yes, uh, about. Yes. But um, but listening to hear, not listening to respond. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, to see what the person's actually listening for, right? Because mm. there's a difference between listening to someone, but what is that person actually listening for? And that's going to be you know the game changer because you know I could sit here and I could run a three-hour webinar. I've done that before, and I've kept people on for the whole time. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, lots of times after that, you know, a lot of people, they're not going to go and that motivation tends to wear off, right? Yes. You, you really, so you need to be, um, you know, compelling and, and be able to provide somebody with, with, with inspiration, um, something that they can take away instantly that's going to give them results, right? Kind of like that aha moment. Yeah. And really leading with with value with with results rather because a lot of people like I get it it's tough and you you see people talking about oh you got to fake it till you make it which I, I don't subscribe uh -huh. to that nonsense right um, but it's just like I said if you're if you're just honestly opening up and and trying to be you know caring and listening to somebody to see what they they want I mean one one of the another big uh, you know catalyst change for me was just asking people what it is that they want. You know, like, we're, you know, when we get out to, you know, start to become an entrepreneur, we're out there and, you know, trying to convince everybody, like, I get it, right? I mean, but <laughs> we, I remember when I, when I started years ago too, I get it, you're, you're excited, but you, you really need to just ask people as silly as it sounds and listen to what it is that they need and then deliver on that. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, you have to try it until you get it. You know, um, I'm, I'm a leaper. You know, I've jumped into things where I have no idea how they work and I learn as I go. And, right. you know, sometimes you trip over and fall flat on your face or your ass or whatever the case might be. But you go, okay, that didn't work. Get back up. Let's try it in a different way. And you keep trying until you get it. And then when you get it, now you can really apply it and move forward with it. But if you aren't willing to try, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, um, and uh, actually, what you were saying before, too, about the whole, you got to make it your own. And I tell people that, that there's no cookie cutter, yeah. um, you know, uh, 
program or plan or blueprint and right. all these things you see on the internet, right? There's, you know, guides and that's what a coach yes. is. Right? You can have the material. I'm like, hey, listen, this is what worked for me. It was funny. Um, I was just talking to my wife a couple of days ago because right now, um, one of the hot things on, on Netflix is Michael, Michael Jordan, yes. right? And she was saying, oh my God, like he's, you know, wow, is he talented, such an incredible basketball player? And I was like, actually, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was actually, he didn't even make his uh, high school basketball team. That was all hard work. Yes. If you look into what, what Michael Jordan did, he is, you know, arguably one of the, the best mm-hmm. um, athletes of all, like all athletes, definitely for basketball. But that was hard work. And like he, he was, see, I think that's what it was one of the biggest problems too with some, some, some people, especially the, the youth, you, you know, you hear about millennials, they get picked on a bit, but things are often handed to them where honestly, when I first started as an entrepreneur, like I, I, I'm not even going to lie. Like I was up till 3am working my butt, but I, I was passionate about it. Right. And I gonna pay yes. off. You were committed. It, it made you focus because you were committed because authentically this is the path that you wanted to take. I, I enjoyed it. Right. And so, and although, yes, it is work, it doesn't feel like work because it feels like you're creating. And that creation is something that keeps driving you forward and helping you focus. Um, because when we do something that really comes from heart, that we really love doing, and we love seeing people be you know, lit up by it and, and apply it to their own lives and be able to take it and spread their own wings, it's exhilarating. So when you can find that something, that brings out that passion in you. Your work doesn't feel like your work. It feels more like your calling. Exactly. Yeah. So another good question to ask people is like, you know, in terms of where they, they are is would you do that for free? Right. Would you actually do yes. what you're doing, you know, for yeah. free? Because you know, a lot of people, most people, unfortunately, they're going, they're going to this dead end job. I know for me, I went to school for power engineering and that was kind of, you know, I grew up in a blue collar um, environment and nobody was an entrepreneur in my family. So um, that's what I thought, right? Go to school, you know, get an amazing job. And I was absolutely miserable. And that, you know, honestly had a part of the effect of my conditioning. And then everybody, especially too, when you're, you're, I had, I was making good money and I was thinking about quitting and people were like, well, what, what else would you do? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like so many people, they, they think you're the crazy one. Yes. I know. To follow your passion where yeah. they're the crazy ones. Apparently yes. they're trading their bodies for, for money. They're trading. Yeah. Time for money. They've just right. settled, you know, and you know, I say there's a difference between service and servitude. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you're off service, you're doing something because you really wish to serve other people. You know, servitude is, it's more being a servant or even a slave to something. You don't enjoy it. You just do it, you know, and you've got to stop and ask yourself, why is this what life is about? Am I meant to be in this humdrum that feeds me nothing and I don't feel I'm contributing anything? Or am I willing to go down this road of self-exploration and discover what I really love to do and how I really love to bring it to other people? But that is a certain amount of strength and courage that's needed for that. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, one of the, Probably what really was the ultimate driver for me in my wake up call was having my, my, my firstborn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you know, unfortunately I was lying in the hospital and debilitated because I, 
you know, driven my body to <laughs> somewhere I obviously, you know, didn't think I, I, I would have ever end up. And I looked at my daughter and I said, you know, like looked at my wife and I was, you know, obviously things, you know, have to change. Yeah. And I was doing the best in my time and I was, you know, trying to become this entrepreneur and day trading on the stock market. And I had, you know, all this, I was just stressed right out. Right. Yeah. And what I was, you know, what how, what I went through, I wish upon nobody, but it was also, also my blessing in disguise. And that my wife actually, it was, I think a year ago, she asked me like, what, so with all of what you're doing, like, what is, what is it, what is your goal? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, simple for you to be proud of me for what, you know, to truly be proud of me and for my daughters to, you know, think of me as a hero. Mm-hmm. And she was shocked at that. And I, and I still, to this day, those are my, my biggest goals. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's the reason for doing something, but you know, whether the kids are there or not, it's still that driving force to do something. But when you have a family, as you said, it's, you, you want them to be proud of who you are and what you're doing. And sometimes, you know, obviously when they're young, they have no idea, even when they're teenagers, I don't know what dad does, but he's a good guy and people really like him. And I'm proud of that because there are a lot of people whose fathers are, are you know, in very high positions and they have no time for their children and you know when they do kind of almost treat them like a commodity you know and it's because they're so in tune to business 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 at all costs that they don't know how to actually enjoy what they're working for they've lost sight of it and I don't deem that success I don't care how much money you have in the bank I don't care how big a position you have if the money or the drive or the ego or the power has got you at the cost of family, friends, and yourself, I don't deem that successful. No, absolutely not. And, and so what I, what I was trying to get across from my message is like, that's what jumps me out of bed, mm. right? Because having, having kids was, was a game changer for me. Like I probably, redirect. I, I would probably still be that, you know, lost person and, you know, partying. Well, let's hope not. But no, that <laughs> was wrong all- with a good party now and again. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. But, but that was really the, the, the changer for me. And mm. I, it's funny when you're talking about that. I remember reading an article. This was a, a long time ago on the internet where this kid was asking his father how much money he make and his father gave him crap, right? And, you know, the article went on and on and on. And, Dad finally, uh, you know, told him and he was upset. And then basically the kid wanted to know how, you know, how much money you already know where this is going. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really, you know, touching where the kid just wanted his time because, you know, it's, and I get it, you know, some people they're, they're doing the best they can, you know, I, I, I get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously the the story, if it's the same as the one that I know, is the kid saved up money so that he could hire his dad, right? You know, I'm buying your time. And, you know, if that is not a wake-up call for a father, I don't know what is. And, you know, Meatloaf did a great one too on, you know, the father, you know, uh, never having time. And it's like, I don't care how rich you are or who you are. We've all got the same time, the same clock every day. And it's what you do in that time and whom you serve, including yourself, the, the wonderful ripple effect of people that you leave around you every day that feel better off for having you in their company in whatever way. 
And that for me is really the true art of success. And if money and position is, is what comes out of that as well, hallelujah. But I think that's the driving force of success. Did you have an impact in someone's life today? Yeah. Yeah. So one of my mentors, he always told me is Mike, you always want to leave people wanting more of you. Yes. Yes. Wanting to know you more. Absolutely. On whatever level. And you know, I've done an awful lot of business shows and I've run a lot of businesses as well. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, all businesses are public relations and customer service. Mm. And, you know, that relationship you have with your customer, uh, the relationship you have with your staff, the relationship you even have with yourself, that is what people come for. You know, they can get whatever product or service you've got anywhere else. But if you make them feel at home, you make them feel welcome, you see them, you hear them, then that's where they want to keep coming back, isn't it? Right. Yeah, people, they're, they're buying you. They're yes. buying you. Yes. And, and, and that's where people, they're, they're trying to get this, you know, system or this tactic. And I mean, they're great to have, but that's where, you know, I think we were just, we started off this call about doing that, yeah. that, inner, that inner work and looking inside. Because here, here's a thing that I always tell my clients too, is like, you know, if you can't, ultimately take control of yourself yeah you have no self-control then how are you going to be how can you it's not about controlling someone else but how can you you know take control of your business or take control of a of a niche or a marketplace or what have you like and and that's why with my five f's you know if people think well why does family come you know after fitness and you need to be able to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else yes so yes, it, it, but that goes back to the social conditioning too, mm-hmm. where we're we're told that we're conceited, or we're selfish, or, you know, you're going to the gym. And I know for me, for you know, when we first started having kids, my wife she she hated it. You know, I go to work and then go to the gym, but she gets it now. Yes, she she gets it now, of course, right? And she works out. I never thought that day would have came, but. <laughs> But, you know, we, we all, whatever, and that's the thing, we all can grow as, as, as individuals. We, we, and, and for me, I'm a student, as a coach, I'm a student for the rest of my life. I'm always continually growing. And, you know, because the day that you stop trying to grow is a day that you start to lose. Yes, I 100% agree with that. You know, I mean, life is, is interaction, it's participation, it's having a reason to get up every day. And if you lose that, then, you know, what's the purpose? of being here and if you're doing something you absolutely love yeah you may at a certain age slow down or pass the business on but you still want to dabble because it's um it's a your baby and and b it's something that is a part of you and so it keeps you alive as much as you keep it alive and 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 i agree with the fitness before family you know i'm mother of three adult children and uh, I didn't do that way. I mean, my mama got burnt out running around after the kids and everything else. And, um, and it was uh, at my own cost because I thought that is what I was meant to do, you know, from a different era. And now I know it's that the better that mum is, the more fortified mum and dad is, you know, the more abundant they are, the more they've got to give. And, you know, that is the importance. Oxygenate yourself first. And you can't, you can't do anything for anyone else if you are an empty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, I wake up early every single day and have a 15 minute, like I'm a Reiki master. So I perform Reiki on myself and I do uh, Eastern wisdom, self-awareness practice, 15 minutes. Right. And how I feel after that's amazing. Yeah, sets you for the day, right? 
Yeah. Then I work out. Uh, I used to be, you know, hardcore. I don't get anymore. Like honestly, 15 minutes hard or half an hour. Then I have a cold shower. We could, we could talk about cold showers. <laughs> I won't. They, they, um, they do so much for, for your health. Yeah. Um, and then I have, you know, a shake. And I can tell you, I, I feel like I can take on the world after that. You know, my, my mind is pure. My body feels amazing. So much energy. I'm happy. You know, I do all that before the family wakes up. And, you know, I just feel like I can conquer the world. So if, if I didn't do that, then I'm, you know, shooting in all these different directions and I'm, and I'm off. I'm, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that's where we talk about that stress in the beginning. You know, if you're not giving yourself that time, you know, to, to send to yourself, you know, to, to be solidified with your core, your beliefs, your body and everything in sync, then you're going to get so easily stressed at anything else you do because you're off kilter. So we've got to find that practice, each one of us, of what is it that we do, that when we get up in the morning, that centers us and puts us on this path, because now you are ready for everything, right? And, and, and everybody has a different ritual, you know, whatever is important to you, but find one that is, because that will be what gives you that equilibrium every day to go and face what you need to face. And, and let's, doesn't matter how successful you are there's always going to be something you have to face <laughs> but you'll know how to face it and you'll know how to face it calmly because you set that uh, presence in yourself right yeah. from the moment you got up exactly anticipatory management mm-hmm. when you're actually it's almost like you're looking for it's not like i guess you're looking for something to go wrong but it's like you're prepared right yes and that's yes. the thing right and that's what we should be we should prepare for the future not okay, if I lose my job, right, I, I can't make the next payment. That's how people, they go through their life. They do that with everything. They don't have their hands on the steering wheel right. of their life, of their yeah. life, They're driving yeah. around blind, walking around blind, right? So our mind is really, it's, it's, it's everything, right? That's yes. what controls everything. And you've got to be, you know, spiritual. You've got to be healthy mm-hmm. in what you're actually putting in your body because, Again, um, we're 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 all all we are is energy, right? And yes, absolutely. We're we're constantly giving that energy off, and people don't realize that. In really, in business, people think, "Well, I have this business problem." You no, know, lots of times they actually have a personal problem mm-hmm. that's just showing up in their business. And I talk about this again to to all my clients, but. The, the people that, that are coming to you in your business are, are, are what, what you're portraying. It's the person that you are. So yeah. you really need to become the person that you want to attract. And, and, and so who you were yesterday isn't who you have to be tomorrow. So it's always about who, who, who you are trying to become, right? Because we're not, you know, we're not faking it here. We just want to become this person. We yeah. want to open yourself up, be vulnerable, be transparent, be trusting, be caring is some of the most, you know, the best things that you can really do. You're, you're rooting your tree. And we know that, you know, trees speak to one another, the matrix. Uh, and, you know, that's why forests are so strong. It doesn't matter if you're tall, right. small, skinny, or what tree you are, they all support one another. And you need that support around you and you're rooting and you're letting the core of your tree grow big and strong. Yeah. But it's also so that your branches can branch out. And that right. can move with the wind, that flexibility. And if you're not willing to grow and not willing to move and everything has got to be so rigid, I promise you, you will break, yes. you know, because the wind at some point will crack you open. And, and this is where I think a lot of, you know, faith, spirituality, the intuition in business, you know, right. when something doesn't feel right, 
and you don't know why, don't rush into it. Oh, don't dismiss it. Oh, it's just me and a feeling. No, you've got that sensory there for a reason. Now look into why doesn't it feel right? You know, start talking to your team and your people about it. And, you know, and you can say, I've got a gut feeling. I don't know why, but let's look at the pros and cons in it and see if it's valid or not. And so many people in business dismiss that intuition, that feeling. But mm -hmm. those that really in tune with it um, and channel it because they're at one with oneself, they're the people that really, really do have success. 100%, right. Like guys like Steve Jobs, so spiritual. He was always meditating. You know, I, I again, if I, um, if I had one trait, one quality in my, you know, perfect client or prospect, it's to be open. Mm -hmm. If if, if, I, if I can work with somebody who just has an open mind, I yeah. mean, it's really limitless, right? Yes. Because here's the here's the problem with people don't realize. They think that okay, if I got to be open to this certain idea or you know strategy or whatever they they think that th that you know immediately means they have to run with it and they have to do it yeah. but it's not what it is it's, it's listening again mm. it's just being open to hear it right because if you are stuck because the thing is you know opinion is just your perception and again it goes with how we were conditioned so you already have your perception that person has their perception mm -hmm. right we're just open up and listen and then you can form, you know, your, your logical uh, right. opinion af after that. But if you're closed off, yes. if you're not even open, then you, then you don't know. Like, I mean, for we met, right? We had a quick chat. And yes. We, and we well, and we're like, you know, do you want to come on the podcast? I'm like, absolutely. And if I wasn't open to talk to you, then I wouldn't be here. You know, it's. No, it's, I mean, who needs somebody who's guarded? I want people that are open and willing to share. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's, yeah. that's the gift. And that's the thing is don't be afraid to share yourself. You know, so many people, no, no, I can't tell you my secrets. Well, I'm not going to tell you that. You'll be competitor. You know, and I think the more, the wise people are all always give away. And, you know, and give away enough for people to want to know more from you. Absolutely. Um, another amazing book. I could sit here and ramble off lots of books. Uh, the Giver, The Goal Giver. The mm -hmm. Goal Giver. Yeah, he talks. Have you, have you read that no, one? There's, yeah. there's actually a series, but it talks about um, how, well, it's like, and I actually, again, I can remember back to my experiences when you first start out. It's like you almost kind of want to, you know, keep your if you think you have a secret, which you probably don't have a whole lot you're starting, but you, entire, that's 100% accurate. The more successful you are, mm -hmm. the more that you're willing to share, the more that you're willing to give. And that's what the, the book is actually, it's, it's based on, you know, yeah. real life and, and how a guy, he was so successful and he would, some of these people were like blowing away. Right. Or you would take them on and you would mentor them like, no, this is going to cost something. And they're like, like what the hell? And mm -hmm. that's what he was all about was, you know, giving because, you know, here's the thing. Like if you're going to help somebody truly um, authentically, like help somebody, like, that's always going to come back, right? The law of reciprocity, like <laughs> what you give, you know, you, you, you could just have one, you know, free call that changes someone's life. And that person goes and screams on the top of a mountain, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden you get, you know, three clients or, or, or whatever the case may be. Right. right. And the thing is, it's, you know, this, what's in it for me? Yeah. If you're coming with that attitude, there's going to be nothing for you because you're not open enough to yeah. receive. But when people, you know, I want to listen uh, or I'm inspired. And so it's invited me to explore further. And 
that means they're going to want to come to you because you inspired them. But it doesn't always come back directly to you. It may be something they pay forward. And right. so if you're doing something for what's in it for me, what am I getting out of it? Then again, the wrong mindset. You're doing it because you can. You're doing it because you should. Now, there's nothing to say, obviously, in business that you don't have a price tag on your program. That is just the earthly thing that we have to do. But at the same time, for what you do choose to give away, you're giving away free will. Exactly. And, and whether people come to you or, you know, I do an awful lot of referring, um, it's who's better to serve them. And mm -hmm. then what you're doing is building a community. You know, as you talked about getting your, your tribe around you of yeah. people that are kind of like-minded, uh, like-agendered. And when you're building that community of people where you're each helping each other, that community becomes very, very strong. And it's like your forest, you know, yeah. it has your back. That matrix is there. That's right. And, you know, the whole what, what's in it for me, I, I think that's fine, but it should be for the other person. It yes. shouldn't be for, for you, yes. right? Yes. Like being, you know, 100% agenda driven in a transactional form is, is not right. And I feel a lot of people, they just look at, you know, sales and you're entirely correct about the whole, like, you know, if you have something that is literally your life's work, like to say, you know, my program, like I give away a portion of my program, but I did, you know, you can't give away the whole, right. you know, the no, farm, there's, still, right? there's still this vessel and needs a roof and family to support. And, and, well, and it's also an exchange of energy, the currency. Exactly. So, so that's one, right? Obviously, right. You need a you know, roof over your head and you have to eat. But the other thing too, is people are going to respect it more. Yeah. Yes. And, Value and, it more. I've yeah. done it before where it's like you give away that whole, you know, that whole, the Shablang. <laughs> then, then, then they then they won't show up and they don't respect your time. It's just it's yeah. not you know. But but um, no, I I completely. I, I was going to say something uh, else and uh, I, I forget. But it'll but, come um, back. Yeah, <laughs> it will come back. I, I think it goes back to the why again. You know, why do you want to be successful? How do you want to get there? Um, there's a guy in Germany. I interviewed uh, his uh, company is called Pure Necessity. Okay. And it's from, um, he was brought up in uh, East Germany. And when the wall went down, you know, he had had 12 years of the communism and then went into the, this other world. But he said he still kept a lot of those principles of what communism is about. And, you know, he promotes with companies and, and with um, governments, people, planet for profit, not profit mm -hmm. at the expense of people and planet. And I think mm -hmm. if you can look at your business that way, who else is it serving? What is the ripple effect? How far reaching can it be? Because the money will trickle down back to you. But if it's always that money first at the expense of people and planet, you are going to end up your poor in many, many ways. So there's a whole different mindset of how we're looking at business now, isn't it? Because it used to be driven by profit. And now it isn't. It's driven by, by the content for authenticity and the value of what you're doing. Yeah, and I think we've entered the post-trust era, mm -hmm. um, even before the pandemic, where you know it's we all can kind of make the joke about the used car salesman, uh, mm -hmm. but the internet gives rise to the ability to, you know, do things like this and make a living just through you know Zoom. Um, but however, there are some you know skeptics, and I and I get it, and we've been most of us have been burned. I, I totally get it. We've all we've all gone to. Uh, school we've all been burdened <laughs> okay. yes. I won't, I won't get <laughs> anyway, I said we were going to talk about that 
But I, I agree. Yeah. Education has to change. <laughs> it's not reflective of the times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of value, right? But yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. But, but you know, I mean, let's talk about education. Even the education, you know, post. How many people go to university to find out there isn't a job? For what they've just studied you know and it's a, and there's this uh, you know prerequisite you know you've got to be the lawyer or the doctor or the you know the successful businessman and when you look at the successful business people there are people who, who really do go by that code of conduct that inner authenticity and the way they treat their people and that's really where their success is and so i think even businesses undergoing a different education um i get people say to you, how many people listen to your shows and i go all those that are ready to hear it. Mm. I can't dictate how many people listen. I can put it out then. It's like a library. You can come in and pick a show right. that is going to speak to you that you need to hear. But, you know, I can't force people. And that's the thing. What we can do is bring people to water. But very often they won't drink until they're thirsty. And then they're ready to soak it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that goes back to, you know, unfortunately, sometimes there is a catalyst that might be, you know, ultimate blessing in disguise, you know, yes. hitting rock bottom where, you know, some people, they, they do, you know, and some people's stories is worse than others. Um, and, you know, sometimes it, it has to, to be that way, unfortunately. Mm. And not all of us can be open just naturally, right? Yeah. So you're entirely right. Like you can't force someone. No. They have to be willing to do it. And there has to be a burning desire. I had a call with a fellow this morning. And he never had that burning desire. So I, I you know, he, he had his good job and he was kind of comfortable. And like, sorry, those aren't the people that I, I like. Just to not ready. No. May never be ready. Yeah. But maybe, you know, we've got to understand that um, if you want to have your own business, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be successful in any business, there is some work you have to do. First, starting with you. <laughs> right. And if you're not willing to take that journey and do that work, it doesn't matter what business you're in. You're never going to reach great heights, not authentically, not without losing yourself. But if so many people either can't be bothered or it's too much effort or I don't want to do that, then where you're at is where you've decided to be. Exactly. And yeah, nobody I mean, can help you. They, you know, you ultimately create your life. Right? Yes. Whether you, yes. You build it up to you know, something amazing or build it all the way down to, you know, you're wanting to take your own life. Um, yeah. We're the creators of our life and we have to take that responsibility. We all have a choice at the end of the day. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are at the moment. No. It only matters where you want to be. Um, you know, I could sit here all day and talk about some of the greatest where, you know, Grant Cardone basically getting pistol whipped and for drugs. And now look at him. He's so yeah. one of the wealthiest people in real estate. I mean, it's like, it, it but, but that, but that's, that's the point too, though, isn't it? It's that the judgment, you know, oh, you'll never be successful because you did that. Yeah. And, and yet the people that are the most successful are the people that have gone through life. Mm -hmm. faced their process, had a breakthrough, yeah. and now truly understand what life is about and what they're going to do in it, yeah. right? So, you know, people want to pass judgment on someone because, well, you did this or that happened to you, blah, 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 are, are the people that are limited. But yeah. the people who truly see the person now and they can look at their journey and go, wow, that strength, that courage, that tenacity, that ability, I, I want to know how you did it and how can I apply it to my life? 
Right. Yeah, I don't know about you, but when I hear those stories where yes. people are sharing that, I'm like a magnet to them. And yeah. I think that we've been talking a lot about that so far, just you know, yeah. really opening up and being heart centered. But you know, when I, I I've had many different coaches and mentors over the years, and when they you know share that, it's like, are you kidding me? Because if you look at them. Yeah. And you see them as being successful. Yeah. And then immediately you hear that. Like I, I had one coach, he was actually a doctor of psychology um, and not your typical textbook person. I've, I've gone to see those before too. Yeah. And reading out a book. Yeah. We're buying numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember he read a text off his phone from his wife for me one time. And I was just like, you know, I couldn't believe it. You know, just, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just like so much, respect and just open and like, oh, they, they make you feel like okay well i guess i am normal yeah <laughs> but what is normal you know i, I you know i, 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 I think, think the wrong word normal yeah uh, no the thing is i don't think there is a normal you know yeah. i think there is you know the honesty of being yourself yeah. and that is a normal state to be for you if you've worked to be there yeah and it's a normal state of being yeah. but this quote quote being normal out there is somebody else's expectation and dictation. And if you look at society and the trouble that it's in, it's clearly not working. Yeah. And, you know, we, you know, I always say when you're pointing a finger at someone else, yeah. oh, the government's to blame, this is to blame, that's oh, to blame, God. my life is to blame. There's three <laughs> fingers pointing back at you, mate, right? It doesn't yeah. change what's happened to you, but you've got the choice of what you're going to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, you go if you go on social media and you see some of those posts, like it's like you just think immediately the person is like revealing their entire their cards, their, yeah. their hand, right to the poker game, and it's like it says so much about that person. And again, you know, I get it, and I, I can also say I, I used to be a victim myself, and I, I made myself a victim, right? Yes. And, yes. And, uh, but you didn't know how to get through whatever was that caused you the the pain. Mm -hmm. right until you were willing to face it because that's the only way through is facing it yeah yeah absolutely no it's yeah i don't know um i get it you know it, it can be it can be tough but i think taking the leap like you said mm -hmm. is really the the first step and I, I get it it can be scary yeah um but why, why don't we change the word scary to exciting yes why don't we look upon this as I'm going on an adventure, I'm exploring. Yeah. You know, we have these words we put in there, oh, fearful, scary, and negative. And that's, again, part of the conditioning that we've been taught. Yeah. But if we look at it, gosh, you know, oh, what possibilities are out there? What opportunities are out there? How can I explore them and be yeah. willing to put one foot in front of the time and not go on the highway with flat on the pedal? But yeah. willing to take the side roads along the way. We get so much more of an adventure from that. Well, I mean, here's a good example. I was just thinking about when you said that, um, because you know, honestly, that that whole fear that doesn't it doesn't last that long, right? No. And and I always tell unless we feed it. Yeah. What you should be doing <laughs> is seeking seeking that you know fear in terms of like you know growth because that's where growth is is on the other mm -hmm. side of it. But if you think about it, meeting your significant other, mm -hmm. you probably had you know some anxiety, right, and some right? You're, you're, you're a bit fearful. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. Talking Interpretation. To, who are they? Are they a serial killer? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Right? It's, it's, it's horrible. But now look, you said you have three kids mm -hmm. and, and an ex-husband. <laughs> he wasn't a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like 
it's like that's just there there's there's so much more on the other side yeah. of that. Once you do face it, it's like, oh my God, like that actually wasn't that bad. Like a Facebook live. Yes. The first time I did my Facebook live, I, I think I, I can remember exactly where I was. And I, it took me so long to like hit the, the button to go live. You're like, it's like an hour you're sitting there, right? Find out me live. But now it's like, oh my God, you know, I, I haven't even done one in a while, but it, I could just hit that button. And it, it was the same with me with the, my very first podcast. I was actually with another network and it was live and I pressed the wrong buttons and they produce it. Are you there? Are you there, Sarah? Are you there? <laughs> Eventually I came on and she said, oh, do you want to continue with this? Said, yes, I'm going to continue. And I did 13 months of live, which was a great education. A great education how to manage things when the internet drops or the person doesn't turn up or this or that happens. And now, of course, I run my own network, which I have for the last seven years. Um, and and I, I look at when I first opened my network to where it is now, even to where it can be in a few months' time or next year. And, uh, you know, it, it's allowing, allowing the growth, watering those seeds of possibilities mm -hmm. and looking forward to, to what you can create not right. about what you have done. You know, you take the, those skills and tools from the past and you apply them to the now and they will build you your creative future. Absolutely. Um, one thing I was thinking about when I, when I used to, um, or tell, tell my uh, students at the college when they're uh, looking for employment was um, the whole re role reversal. Like if you're going for an interview, I was always amazing at an interview. I literally, every interview I had, I always had a job offer. Um, came with a couple things, but I would always study the company and then, you know, look at some, you know, questions, just be prepared. Right. But, um, really it's just the, it was like the internal shift inside mm. instead of, you know, so we were talking about going live, right. It's like, why, like you really, isn't it silly? Yeah. Why, why are you scared? Like you're going to talk to people and the big shift is like the, you're actually interviewing them. Like, why should I work there? You know, one of the biggest interviews I had was two and a half hours long and I was 19 years old. And I went in, I had those guys laughing and they were like, I, I laughed and they're like, no, we want, like, they basically told me, I called my mom after, I was like, mom, I got the job. She's like, congratulations. Well, I'm like, no, I, I guess I, they didn't tell me I got the job, but they, <laughs> I got to wait to hear, but I'm like, they pretty much told me. Yeah. But was this that mental Yes. That mental shift in my head. And I was like, why should I work here? Right. And I wasn't cocky. There's a mm -hmm. big difference between cocky was having that confidence. I was prepared to have that confidence. And I went in there and it's just myself. And it's a two-sided interview at that point. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing is they're interviewing you to see if you're a fit. You're interviewing them to see if they're yeah. a fit with you. And, you yeah. know, in doing that is that you're not just being submissive or meek yeah. and mild and answering those questions. Are they going to like me? Will they give me the job? Can I do this? Yeah. You know, throw that out the door. Go in and be your authentic self. And you're either a fit or you're not. But also look at the company. And if those questions you're ask, ask, they're asking you are kind of like too rigid or the expectations on you are against who you really are, then it's not a fit. Right. There is no failure there. None whatsoever yeah. if you step into your authenticity. Yeah. I don't believe in failure. Yeah. I, I, I call it feedback. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Constantly getting, we're constantly getting feedback in life. Yeah. Right. 
the, you know, so if you're talking about the business world, we're constantly getting feedback, right? So if you go out and you talk to 10 people and you get 10 no's, that's not failure, that's feedback. You come back the next day. And again, it goes back to what we talked about is reflection too. So yep. if you're constantly reflecting, you're constantly growing. Just think if we can improve ourselves by 1% every single day, what, who we be, right? Because yeah. like, that's the whole thing. If you look into, you know, cause and effect in relationship to our memory, people are like, oh, I have a good memory. Well, science has proven we have terrible memories, but we base our memory, we base off our, our actions off our memory, right? Whereas in like cause and effect is entirely different. So if I go out and I try to, you know, lose weight today, you know, are you going to lose any weight in one day? It's like stepping on yes. the scale. Yes. You're not, you're yes. like, right? You can lose much water, but you're not going to. Well, no. oh, yesterday I didn't lose any weight. Therefore, you know, that's- I failed, yeah. 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 It's yeah. like cause and effect where I, I've done this before and I've proven to people like jumping on the treadmill and running. I'm 250 pounds, right? You know, I've been bodybuilding for years. I'm not a runner. And, you know, I've gained a little bit of weight too. And that's why I wanted to do this. But I jumped on the treadmill, ran one minute. Next day, two minutes. Yes. Next day, three minutes. I did yeah. that all the way up to an hour. My wife's like, when are you going to stop? And I, I kind of did it to prove to my, some of my clients, but also to myself where, you know, it's it, theoretically, I shouldn't have been able to do it. And it was, it was kind of hard yes, on me yes. doing it. But, but you face the challenge, yeah. right? You face the challenge and the, you know, it's give yourself challenges. I don't believe in failure. If you, you know, fall down, um, and get back up again. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I've done it many, many times in my life where, you know, invested in something, time, money, and everything else, and it didn't yeah. work out. And it, yeah. all it was was a lesson to learn. And you learn what not to do or what to do better next time. And yeah. so the, I think the failure is when people give up and don't try at all. Right. Right. But not yeah. but making a mistake and learning from it is not a failure. It's just a lesson. Yeah. Well, entrepreneurship is uh you know i don't want to say failure but i mean you got to look at it in the sense of like yeah. things aren't going to go right when you embrace that process yes. that's where it's just going to be different and I, I went to see um arnold schwarzenegger speak right before the pandemic and one of the biggest takeaways i got like you know i guess i'm at the point where i've done so much training and so many mentors and so many courses and workshops where i can like go to attend something and i'm like looking for that one line or yeah. like yeah seriously yeah that's I, I'm obsessive and I love to grow, right? But the biggest thing that I really took away, and like you said, what did you need at that moment as part of your journey, was like just enjoying it. Just enjoying it. Like, you know, you mentioned the word vision. I did want to comment on a while ago when you said vision. Um, Like that's where it really begins, right? And for Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was walking past, he wanted to get out of his country. He was, you know, going through the war. Um, He walked past, he saw Reg Park on... uh, magazine cover he's like mm-hmm. oh my god he's 14 years old and he's like i'm gonna become the best bodybuilder ever and you know he had nothing but resistance and people telling him laugh, laughing at him right but he put up that picture and every single day he's like it was easy he's like i just worked hard and you know looked at that right? so it was his vision but again he would be training for five hours a day and people would be coming to the gym and like Everyone is miserable except for him. He's smiling. He's joking. I'm fine. Like, like, you know, they ask him like, what the hell, you know, how can you do this Arnold? And he's like, I'm one rep closer to becoming a champion. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, he he went on to, 
yeah, yeah, he went on to be, um, you know, the governor of, of California. And of course, you know, even in movies, they ridiculed his accent. Oh, you've got to change he, he, that. He, we he, have to he, dub you. And he says, my accent's my accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> what, he said, what he said he was going to do. He, he did. He said, he said, he did. Yeah, yeah, he said that everything, right? Yeah. So when he went to become a, uh, he, he's like, I'm going to retire from bodybuilding. I'm going to go be an actor. Same thing. Right? They yeah. laughed at him. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm going to be a politician. He said he actually wanted to be the uh, the president, but he's because he's from Austria, he can't be. So right. California is you know the next best thing. But 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 anyways, it's just the whole point of being so crystal clear on your vision. Yeah. Um, there's obviously a lot of steps in between there, but you don't worry about those steps, and that's where I kind of failed. And being the engineer I am, I try to reverse engineer every simple mm. thing. It's good to have you know your five-year goal or you know th- you know, one whatever, but you just want to picture on trying to become better each day. You know, growing off that, reflecting, being aware, and honestly, just enjoying yourself and embracing yeah. the process. You know, I created a blueprint two and a half years ago, and I put it up as a vision you know uh, make a banner and everything else and and uh, this is kind of where I want my company to go this is what I want it to do and you know slowly by slowly kind of chipping away at it but it's and it's several times I thought oh I've got the right people to do it with and it doesn't work out that way all it was was to gather some more knowledge more tools to apply and you know when it's time for it to do it will the right people will come along and mm-hmm. so patience is really huge I'm, I'm i'm a person who rushes into things you know i see something i want to do it now yeah, and i've had to learn the patience and to be methodical which is not me not me at all i'm very spontaneous mm-hmm. um and i've had to learn to to follow the structure and you know make sure things are really grounded well and rooted well and that there is a time for everything and not everything has to be in one time so if you're willing to learn by going through the process you're mm-hmm. going to be more sure-footed and also more patient as to when things should happen well it's really silly um you know probably what i'm going to say but sometimes people they forget about what it actually took, what, what they, they did to get where they are, um, whether that is not where they want to be or actually being successful. Sometimes people forget actually, oh, you know, they create a successful business and they forgot what actually went put into it. Right. They want to go and change it. And that's why I'm talking about the whole, like we're fallible. We are as human beings and we base we think we have this amazing memory, right? We, we forget about the whole cause and effect. That's why we need to be constantly reminded. We need to be, yeah. uh, you know, where we have to reflect. Like, it's almost like the, those blueprints are good. We have, but, you know, things are going to change. You're going to have to adapt. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to exactly. pivot. But you should always be, uh, you know, reflecting back. And this is where your circle is so, so important because, yeah. right, if you're, if you're surrounded with those people and they understand your vision, they're, they're going to say, okay, you know, Mike, you know, I think you're, you know, maybe starting to, or just, it's not even like that, right? So yeah. I, think, like, I actually, right before I jumped on this, I had a mastermind last night with one of my groups and, and um, one, I've had two texts already today. It's like, you know, Mike, how are you, how are you doing today? Or whatever. It's like, it's just like that. Like that's, that's all I need. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, know, I've, you know, for me is I know the blueprint and its intent of what it wants to do is right but I'm open to the how it's going to happen. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is when, you know, it's like you going to listen to someone or reading a book or listening to a podcast 
uh, you know, maybe inspired by the person throughout it, but there's that one statement, that one click. Yeah. Ah, that's the piece I need for the next step. And that's the thing, be willing to learn from others. And of course, podcasting, which I've been doing eight years now, and I've got 2,500 shows here on Self-Discovery Media, that it's, it's, I call it, you know, nugget. It's an orchard of wisdom. And people have an hour here of your wisdom that yeah. they can listen to and that they can apply and that now they know who to reach out to when they need that particular guidance. And it's not a one size fits all. People do business in different ways, but if people clicked with you of who you are, why you are, what your journey was and what you're doing, then they're going to go, okay, there's a piece that has been missing. I want to follow through on this. But if you're not willing to participate, not willing to listen, not willing to learn, not willing to investigate, inquire, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the skills, the tools and the people you need in order to advance. Yeah, that's right. The developed mind is only capable of, you know, recognizing an opportunity or, you know, possibility, inquiry, whatever, because that's the thing, right? People are, (laughs) they're just, they're, they're comfortable being uncomfortable and they're they're like, why, why do all the, you know, why are all the good ideas going or why it's like, again, that kind of goes back to the victim, but just looking honestly, because there's an entirely different lens to be looking through and, 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 and seeing the world, like when this pandemic started, um, a lot of the forecasts that started, like things that started happening, I, I forecasted them. I'm not, I'm not trying to say, you know, I know everything, whatever, but I saw a lot of these things happen and my wife thought it was actually, you know, sorry, honey, I love you, but there's a couple of things, right, yeah. that I said, right, and, you know, some people... Um, and this isn't to say, well, you know, I'm right or wrong, but I just, you know, had a, you know, feeling and personally, I had no fear at all. Mm-hmm. I looked at this as nothing but an opportunity. Yes. Uh, yes. Nothing but prosperity everywhere. Right. Um, and, and look, and, and I've actually been enjoying myself with that because now more people are even open to it. And, and that's really what you should be. I mean, the things that people have had in the back burner of their life or, um, well, I kind of wanted to be a coach or I kind of wanted to, you know, help somebody. Well, now their plan B is actually their plan A. Yes. So you don't know what's going to happen and should be prepared. Right. And, you know, it's preparation meets opportunity. <laughs> right. And, and when you are prepared and, and you, you know, you've got things ready, you know, you're at the starting gate, got the right shoes on water bottle, everything else, you're ready for that marathon. And, you know, the opportunities, who do you meet along the way? You know, and that's the the thing. Don't look for the quick fix. Don't look for the quick money. That never happens. But you never know what surges are going to happen along the way with the people that you meet that, you know, are infusers. And it's, you know, I've I've said that this COVID, however awful it is for the people who have lost their lives and um which my heart goes out to them and their family. And we're going to be seeing an awful lot of repercussion of post-traumatic stress from our, you know, front workers and, and people who have lost their jobs completely. We're very blessed to be here in Canada. And the reason I'm doing my shows free right now is because Canada is supporting me. So I can do my shows free because I believe in paying it forward. But you know, it's, it's about what opportunity do you have right now? It's a fantastic time to review your life, you know, to, to, um, look at renewing it are you on the right path is there something else you can be doing out there and for a lot of industries they've said hey staff if you want to stay at home after this and work from home and not come to the office we're okay with that it's going to change the way we do business 
And it, in a lot of ways, as a gift, doing it this way, we can actually reach more people everywhere. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. And like I said, I should be a statistics myself, honestly. And that's why I'm so humble and I have the empathy and, and, and I feel for others going through um, any adversities in their life. And, and don't get me wrong, like the pandemic like this is real. And some people it's very like, real. And a second wave is coming that's going to be even harder. You know, 100%. common sense needs to prevail. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. I, yeah. At the time of this recording, I think yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, to come. But see, that's the thing. If you're, if you're doing the right things, mm. then you're going to be, you know, okay. It goes back to the choices and, yes. you know, being open. And because in the end, it's everything is going to be, be okay. Like, I mean, it, it is. It's, it's Life is really what, what you make about it, right? You, right. Like, to me, I am. I'm like obsessive in nature in terms of reflection. Like when I reflect on my day and something went wrong that, you know, I didn't plan for or whatever that I didn't want. I look at that and, or really do look at that and see like, how did that happen? What, like sometimes you have, you can't control it. Right. But maybe there, there was a possibility that you could, you can't change the government. Nope. You can't change all these things. You should only be investing your time and energy into things that you can change. You can change yourself. You can change the way you perceive things. You can change your actions. You know, like for instance, one of the easiest things to to, to really do is, you know, it's, it's as Jim Rowan said, what what is easy to do, what is easy not to do. But you know, ob obesity, right? Is you you eat less food and you move. Pretty easy, but yet, you know, over 50% of the population in North America is obese. So that's the thing. Like, if you can't even control that kind of stuff, right? Obviously, you can't control your mind. You can't control your business. Um, <laughs> you so are a reflection. You are a reflection, you know, of, um, you know, I'm always saying that if you go into a company and, and the company is messy, then it's not, you know, on, on the janitor. The janitor is the first person you quote, quote, meet by the cleansiness of that company. But right. if you're working for yourself, you're also that janitor. You know, you need to know what you need to change, what you need to clean up, what practices. Yeah. And, you know, so many people right now have got COVID bellies. You know, I, I'll admit, I'm not getting yeah. out there and walking like I did, and I've suddenly found oatmeal cookies. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it just means I know that when the permission is to get out and do more, I'm going to have to go out and do more. So there's a, always a cost to something. Are you willing to pay it? Right. Absolutely. You cannot have excuses and results at the same time. It is literally impossible, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't really <laughs> care for pity parties. You know, I, I might, you know, listen to, to, to somebody, but it's like at the end of it, like, are you, are you actually willing, like, are you committed? Like, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. And when I speak to a prospect is like, right. So right now you want to change, obviously, right. That's yes. What we're talking. Are you committed? Because this is a team, team thing. You know, I, I get it. Like, I, I mean, I've shared some of my losses here today. I get it. But I always wanted something better. I wasn't entirely sure right. how to get there and, you know, had to do a lot of uh, inner healing and, and, and reflection and being open and, right, like talking to my wife and telling her, like, what, why I want to do this and what, you know, like you said, your, your why mm -hmm. has become, become a better person, a better father, a better uh, husband and, 
you know, because there's got to be that purpose at the at, at the yes. end of all this and have a passion and drive. All those things have to be present because otherwise, yeah, you're just going to be miserable and get mm -hmm. caught up. And it's all, it's, it's going to, like, if you're, if you're, if you're chasing money, if you're going after money, um, you, you know, it's, 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 you're, I, I can't remember how, how that, uh, how that saying goes, but like, it's, uh, if you're, something yeah if you're going for something quick and easy you're going to be left in the in the same way yeah you, yes oh yes yeah. you know it's it's like um you know fast food yeah you <laughs> may think it's nourishing you for the moment but it's not going to be sustainable at all <laughs> you know, just going to leave you hungry um what kind of program have you got for people right now and how did they get hold of you yeah so my website is worldwidebreakthrough.com and so I typically work with coaches and consultants and, you know, so a lot of the stuff that we talked about today is in my program. It is quite involved and I see a lot of people that come and they want this, you know, system, which I do in how to grow your business, how to get more clients. One thing that, again, I pride myself on is the authenticity and, mm -hmm. you know, it's really just bringing, bringing that out because here's the thing. People, they get lost in this whole online thing mm -hmm. because they almost kind of forget it, right? And they don't mean to come off in a, you know, an authentic way, but it's really just helping a lot of professionals and experts to make that transition online and, and effectively, you know, build their business. So, you know, there isn't a cookie cutter, you know, program um, or, or, or plan for, for, for people, but I do have a program that covers all disciplines. So, you know, everything between helping somebody really become clear on what they want to do and what their unique um, value proposition is. Like what yeah. is their, what is their superpower, right? Because yes. there are uh, disciplines that you need to, to, or sorry, principles that you need to cover, right? Principles don't come and go. Right? There's strategies, there's tactics and all that, but having disciplines they, and principles, they are, sorry, I didn't mean to say discipline again. Mm -hmm. Principles, they don't come and go, right? Yeah. So something like authenticity, like yeah. that, it's never going to go, right? Authenticity is here forever, forever right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so, so yeah, it's really, you know, it's quite involved and there are a lot of different things that I cover in, in the program. But if you go on the website, um, there is a free case study uh, training and how that works and some of my clients that I've, that, that I've helped as well. And if you're listening to this now, I'll even give you, um, it's not currently on my website, but you can type in member.worldwidebreakthrough.com. And that's the secret link to actually go in and get some, um, some of my program for free. Right. Very yeah. nice. Um, I, I mean, I just love the opportunity that everything is being presented right now. And I also love the way business is going, you know, that authenticity, you know, be yourself, be the very best version of yourself, be always willing to learn, you know, and to adapt and to adopt and to share, because yeah. truly that is the success of life. And that is what you are, you know, showing people. But what I would love to know is so you've got a wonderful banner behind you. So the people with uh, the video can see it, um, but you have goal, and uh, what's the, what are the next two there? Because your head is covering them. Oh, team and success. Yeah. 
And so, so it's it's goal, idea, team, and success. And obviously, we can't look back here because yeah. of the dream. <laughs> right. But, right. Um, yeah, I think it's teamwork, goal, and I, I can't. I can't. An uh, idea. So I've got goal, idea, teamwork, and success. And that's that's the thing. You you know, what is your goal? What that's really what your why is, isn't it? Your goal. What's the idea that you'd like to follow? And then you know, who is your team that's going to help you do it? And what does success mean to you? And so those yeah. are kind of the first four questions, really, aren't they? Yeah, and, and the whole be, being different, and that yes. comes back to the unique value proposition and discovering your unique ability. So in, um, in my program, like I have a bunch of exercises that help you to discover a lot of yeah. that. And they're actually quite simple in nature to do. And they're, you know, I, I have some, some of my clients are selling $250,000 consulting packages, right? And they come in and, um, yeah, I haven't had anybody yet say these exercises aren't valuable mm -hmm. because that's the whole thing is you need to couple your, your uniqueness to an actual desire in the marketplace. So um, Forbes actually said as of 2020, before this pandemic, over 50% of households will be in the whole freelance area. So I think that that's also gone above 50% yes, now yes. with the, with the pandemic. Um, because that's the, one of the biggest issues I see people is they're trying to promote or sell something that doesn't really have a, you know, a need or, or a desire. And they just kind of came up with that idea in their head and they end up, you know, wasting a lot of time and they're trying, it, it's, you can't, you can't create a desire in someone's heart. It already has to be there. Right. So yeah. Some of these things, it's like, you know, so simple and it's like, you know, the aha moments, but that that's where the magic really begins to happen. So we take my clients through that pro process. And once we've done that, you know, then we can get into some of the things to make sure that you have, you know, laser um, like focus and you have a daily, uh, I call it my daily manifestation of operation. And basically you're, you're the creator of your life. Like we talked about. So your goals, like whatever you want in life, like you, you can go after it. Like, I mean, there's nothing that's holding you back. Right. Um, right. Like Steve Jobs said, right. You're the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the people who do that. Right. So it's, it's really coming into that environment. Like you, you talked about having a community of like-minded individuals where you're no longer crazy yes. and balance these things off. So having accountability partners, masterminds, group coaching, having this right along with the program, um, to kind of help guide you, but also being surrounded with experts that want the same thing or, or and achieving the same thing. Yeah. I'm being there for one another because we know that collaboration and community, that cohesiveness is the caring. And that is where business is going. You know, it's caring about your fellow person and it's caring about collaborating because you never know where well, somebody may have something that they've perfected your company doesn't do that. Why are you trying to reinvent something when you can collaborate with someone, you know, and having that team where they're not afraid to share their expertise um, because it basically, you know, when one grows, we should all grow. You know, that's the part of support that's there. And that thinking is, is finally coming around. And it's good to see this really being practiced in business and having people out there that are guiding people towards that path. So thank you for doing so. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, I appreciate that. And I know, like for me, I, I didn't have that. Um, you know, like what, 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 I, what I now offer to people, I never had that. And so I see, you know, where, you know, I have 
very successful people coming in and seeing the value of that. I mean, that obviously makes me feel great about it, but right. it's also kind of a mutual thing too, where, you know, even myself, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm constantly growing and yes. being in the yes. environment. We're helping, we're helping each other. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like your extended family, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of it. You're building that community of family and it's by choice because you want to be there, you know. Uh, you like that person. You want to support them. So it is important. Now, you're also under LinkedIn and LinkedIn is under Michael Weber. Yes, yes. Um, so I don't even know how to – yeah, I'd be under Michael Weber. I, I mean, if you can see my face now, it should definitely – Right, uh, right. And uh, any other social medias that you're on? LinkedIn is my number one. Go that, I, that I Yeah, I, I – my Facebook, I just have it for basically, you know, my, right. my personal, personal stuff. Right. Yeah, LinkedIn is like I got, I think, I'm probably not too far away from 20,000 people on, mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, so – yeah, that's where, you know, especially in the coaches and consulting industry, that's, you know, my, my bread and butter and where, you know, I, I really help other um, coaches to, to leverage as well. Yeah. And so your site again is worldwidebreakthrough.com and they can also do slash case study on there and then get hold of you at Mike at worldwidebreakthrough.com as well. And so they can reach out to you and have a conversation with you. And uh, I'm not going to be putting it on the posting about your offer. They've got to have to listen to get that. And so I hope they take advantage of that. And, um, you know, be open, be open to have a conversation with you and see if there is a fit and, uh, you know, and not, not to be putting things off for tomorrow. You know, today's the day is the gift of the present. So, you know, embrace that present, that gift and start putting one foot in front of the other. Right. Absolutely. That's how I do it. Just get to know somebody and see if it's the right fit. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not all about doing sales. It's honestly just asking questions and listening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and if somebody likes what you're doing, likes who you are, likes your format, then they're going to participate in it. And it's not for everyone, uh, but you don't want it to be. Because then no. it's too generic, right? <laughs> so exactly. it's that specialty for the people that have got the right set mind and want the right goals. And then you're there to guide them along their way. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Thank you so much, Michael. It's been great to have you on here today. Thank you, sir, for having me. It was my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure too. And you know, to everyone else out there, you've got an idea, you've got a why, you know, there's a goal you want to reach and you just think I can't do it or I, you know, I didn't succeed at my last business, so I should maybe give up. No, just, just redirect. Listen to Michael, have a conversation with him. Maybe his program, his format is the one that you need to get your idea across to the world. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.